I V M. A new episode of IVM Likes, where IVM staffers share recommendations and uh, discuss things, uh, like discuss a topic in detail. And today we have with us two very, 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 very fun staffers. Yeah. One yeah. is a designer, a graphic designer, the head of the designing department, oh. Alika. Hello. And uh, the second staffer is a producer at IVM. A little. fellow like me yeah hello everyone jude weston yep that's me <laughs> so uh, my name is rutika i'm also a producer at ivm and um, uh, in the first half we're going to uh, recommend a uh, different like uh, pop culture it could be a song it could be a movie it could be a book and in the second half we're going to discuss a topic in detail and uh, on this episode we're going to discuss uh, something uh, like either it's a song or a movie or whatever that changed us in a way where we started being more empathetic and compassionate to the world so something that really moved us in a way that uh, we became more receptive to people we became more uh, understanding towards people So let's start with the first uh, round of recommendations. Alika, what do you have to recommend? Oh yeah, I get to go first. Hello everyone. Okay, so uh I'm going to recommend a Twitter handle. A Twitter handle. Yes. Uh for all you gamers out there, are you bored of action games where you have to shoot up people and kill people and massacre people and you know, basically all your uh, fighting games and stuff like that? So I'm going to recommend a Twitter called Wholesome Games. It's at underscore Wholesome Games. Okay. It is literally a recommendation list of all sorts of games which don't have a mechanic for violence. Oh wow! So you know where a lot of games you have to eventually kill an enemy or an opposing creature or something to get to your goal. Right. That is the format for a lot of games. Yes. yes? Yeah. Uh Wholesome Games basically highlights a lot of indie games which don't have that format at all. It may be a game which has you know different themes of you know maybe life or love or death or whatever, but they don't rely on a mechanic to inflict violence on other people. Wow. So there are a lot of really cool games. I was just scrolling through it yesterday. I found this recently, like I think maybe 3 or 4 days ago, hmm. and I was blown away because now I have started getting into a lot of indie games which uh you know are more artsy hmm. rather than the big AAA games, which I still enjoy. I still like RPGs, so if you have any recommendations about them, hit me up. But I do like playing something chill once in a while. You know, I don't oh. want to like you know see kill people yeah i don't want to see gore and blood splatters all the time right only like 50% of the time <laughs> so i i want to enjoy some you know nice chill paced games so that's how i came upon games like stardew valley where you just kind of manage a farm it's really great um and they're like witches and stuff but it's mostly like you manage a farm there's a amazing game i just played recently called gris which is uh you know following one woman's journey to find out what happened in her past and hmm. it, it's really it's super artsy so i went through this twitter recently and there are some really interesting games that they are promoting right now i'm just going to read out a couple of them so there is a game called letters the game which is a coming of age story told through pen pal letters wow 
So there's like a little clip or, or trailer there. So basically, you can pick up and change the words from the text to solve riddles, interact with the environment, and change the story at the end. It looks really fun. It's like literally like a letter format, and you go to one of the words, and you can change it and move it around as a small person, and then place it somewhere else to change the meaning and stuff. Wow! There is one really beautiful looking game called Way to the Woods, where you play a deer. Uh, and it's little baby or maybe baby brother or something like there's a adult deer and a younger deer hmm. and uh, you have to navigate your way through kind of this post apocalyptic looking world and try to find your way back into the woods from where you've been taken so there's no fighting but there's like puzzle solving there's like an emotional narrative it's and it's super beautiful all these games mm, best best art i've seen oh lovely I think uh, I uh, the beauty of what Alika is recommending is that because she's such a visual person she usually tries to find uh, like uh, a lot of things that have beautiful visuals illustrations and uh, yeah and if Alika likes something means there's something that you got to look at yeah. <laughs> yeah and a lot of these games lend themselves to a lot of you know amazing visuals because mm. they they don't uh, they don't have a lot of the fighting mechanics so they don't have a lot of buttons and stuff on screen right so it gives a very nice clean kind of overlook at the game so uh letters is a game i'm definitely think i would uh, be very interested in playing so yeah i believe it's on kickstarter right now that's what this thing says okay so yeah there are a lot of cool games there's one called spirit fairer where you befriend and care for spirits before releasing them into the afterlife <gasps> whoa Yeah. Wow. wow. <laughs> I think this right. is also uh, it actually uh, inculcates a sense of uh, you know it actually steals away of fear. Yes. Yeah. In a way when yeah. you play this game. I mean I don't know I haven't played it yet hmm. but I'm seeing a lot of these trailers and I'm like putting it into my bookmark <laughs> later for purchase. <laughs> wow. So nice. yeah I'm recommending a Twitter called at wholesome games. which uh, basically helps you find out interesting new games to play with different themes and topics that you may not usually in, uh, discover otherwise that's wow. brilliant and there i go hmm. okay so <laughs> this is me i always recommend songs and this is i'm going to recommend a song from the country genre country genre sorry <laughs> i know blake shelton will be very happy with this uh, so so i recommend the song broken halos by Ooh. chris stapleton So now uh you must have heard this uh, the song Tennessee Whiskey hmm. it is it was very it is very popular among i don't know the ones who listen to country hmm. so according to staple staple stapleton uh this uh, song broken halos was inspired actually when he lost his close friend um he lo- lost his battle against pancreatic cancer okay so and this song is actually i love the tune And mm. I love the words that are written there like seen my share of broken halos golden wings that used to fly then angels come down from the heavens just to help us on our way so he is talking about broken halos and how we we try to you know mend ourselves at the end of our journey towards mm. life mm. and how the angels how he's talking about you know a different uh, he's talking about heaven here so he's talking about where his friend may be so It's not only about the lyrics. It's mm. about the the way he sang that, but so much of soul in his voice. Mm. Though it's country, country soul, that's crazy. 
y'all must listen to this broken halos by chris stapleton that's amazing he sounds like a priest right now for some reason you all must listen to this you all must read that sermon that i put on ibm stories no it sounds amazing by the way is it part of an album or is it a solo song no it's a part of a album i don't know the album's name okay So cool. I yeah so I was just inspired by this song Okay because, uh, yeah. wait someone that you mentioned before you recommended who is this person that you mentioned will be very happy when you recommend this song Blake Shelton hmm. he's the he's the host for uh, this uh, he's the judge on the voice USA Blake Shelton is a country artist so he's the one always talking about the country genre so oh, I just mentioned okay. it. <laughs> it's like a yeah. shout out to yeah Blake shout Shelton out, shout out to Blake Shelton <laughs> yeah <laughs> love you I hope you're listening to IVM likes yeah. <laughs> okay uh, so I have a podcast to recommend um, it's um, so I'm very intrigued by the idea of love Mm. because right. uh, we use it very loosely sometimes we use it very casually sometimes but um, i think it's important to use it mm-hmm. and uh, so i've been very intrigued by love as a as an idea and so there's this podcast called this is love which is hosted by phoebe judge phoebe judge is someone that i've been following her work for quite some time and um she in fact goes uh, went to a school that i really aspired to go to uh, salt institute of documentary studies Ooh. and oh. um, yeah so i started mm. following her work then and um, it was launched in 2018 mm-hmm. um, and um, it was launched on vday which is a it is a new podcast it's not this is love this is love started long ago and um, this is love has different episodes it has almost 3 to 4 seasons now but uh, it has different episodes that um again uh, dive into different forms of love so one episode is uh, my favorite episode is uh, this episode called something large and wild which is a very unconventional story about a girl who swims a teenager who's swimming in the ocean and how she falls in love with a whale oh and a baby cool. whale and a baby yeah. whale so it's um that episode is one of my favorites because um what i love about each of these episodes is that it's a mix of um you know like it's a combination of interviews it it's some mus- beautiful music that plays mm-hmm. and it's phoebe's voice that it's just you know you will just want to listen to her voice when she's telling you the story and uh, so in this it's an interview with uh, you know where she narrates how she's swimming and how she comes across the whale and everything and uh, i again like i love stories with animals yes. as a central theme and uh, so my second favorite episode from this podcast is also with cats in it which alika will be very <laughs> yes. <pleased> about <laughs> i feel like i have to listen to this immediately <laughs> okay That's so great. the second episode that i really love from this podcast is silvia and the cats oh, so wow. it uh, again this episode is set in rome where uh, there's this ancient place in rome which is uh, which is etched in the history of rome uh, it's noted down as one of the uh, most ancient places in rome where cats have taken over Wait. So it's in what? ruins that this place. This sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure you've what? heard of it. I think I may have been there. Oh wow. Wow. <laughs> We are jealous. <laughs> it was ages ago. Like so many years ago. I don't remember. What's the name of this place? Ah, uh, there is this place called Torre Argentina where uh, Silvia who is basically she runs a sanctuary for cats and um, since it's a 
place which is abandoned the cats are actually staying there and Sylvia actually takes care of the cats oh. Oh. and uh, the story is very sweet uh, again you can hear a clip of uh, in the middle of course it's interspersed with music and story right so in the middle she's talking to those cats and the cats are mew- ma- meowing and oh. it's very cute I mean that's my favorite episode because I love cats if you don't love cats uh, probably you won't connect with the episode but if you don't love cats you can listen to something large and wild so yeah this is the podcast that I recommend called this is love and uh, it's again another uh, thing about the podcast is that it actually studies love oh, so all these uh, stories there are these uh, there is this uh, episode where uh, there are these two guys who are in love which was way back in the 90s and 80s where uh, you know homosexuality was not acceptable in mm-hmm. america so because they loved each other and they wanted to stay with each other one adopted the other Oh shit. <laughs> so all of these are really beautiful stories. Okay. And yeah, it studies love and if you're interested in love of course everybody is. So you should listen to this podcast. That okay. sounds great. I feel like I will pick this up. Yes, please do. Oh, this is love. This is Okay, Jude Sorry. is uh, Jude okay. usually <laughs> is this person in our staff room who just thinks that he belongs in a musical no. and he'll just break into a song like Antriksh and Me. All three of us think that we uh, you, we usually navigate through reality like we're in a musical. So I mean, that's the only way to navigate throughout reality now I feel. True, true. That's the only way to stay sane, I guess. Yes. Okay, so this is this was the first half of 5am likes where we recommended uh, uh, one uh, Twitter account, one uh, podcast and we also recommended a song so can we just have a recap for all of these yeah i recommended a twitter called wholesome games that's at underscore wholesome games i recommended a song broken halos by chris stapleton i recommended a podcast called this is love uh, uh, the creator of which is phoebe judge oh awesome that's great okay so we will see you on the other side of the break Hello and welcome back to IVM Likes. Uh, I am your host Rutika. I am also the producer at IVM and we have a producer at IVM Jude with us Yo. and Alika who is the head of the graphic designing department. Oh. You can just say a graphic designer. A graphic designer Alika Thanks. with us. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> weird being called so <laughs> humble Alika. Yeah. Uh, That's why I call her Alika the awesome. Okay, no. No, no. I don't think I like that name. Yeah, but okay. <laughs> Lame name. Yeah. Okay, so uh, now we are in the second half of the episode and we're going to talk about something that made us feel very compassionate as people. It changed us in a way that uh, made us more compassionate, more empathetic towards the world. So why don't we start with you, Alika? Wait, wait. How do you define empathy? I define empathy as a way of, um, for example, if there's a situation... I step into someone else's shoes and uh, understand what they're going through. So it could be um, an example could be a breakup, right. right? When you feel like okay, somebody is breaking up with you, or you are breaking up with somebody, but there must be some reasons why it's valid and their feelings are valid. Mm-hmm. So that's empathy for me, where you get so empathetic right. that you really your heart reaches out to them right. and you feel more compassionate towards them. Exactly. So it's same same for me. I always feel it as. when i am literally standing in their shoes mm. and experiencing or seeing from their viewpoint experiencing from their viewpoint so uh, experiencing the same emotions mm. and then you know feeling that connect that i understand where you're coming from and why you're saying this or why you're doing this and my heart reaches out for you yeah 
Yeah. Which, yeah, so the thing which actually made me more empathetic and this is, yeah, everyone's going to say, yes, Adhika, we know. But <laughs> it's true. Uh, is a tabletop role-playing games because the main feature of role-playing games is you step into a character's shoes and uh, pretend to act like that character or be that character and a lot of people don't play it out like that but I yeah. like to. I like to, you know, embody myself as this ex-character that I have created. So, um, and there are a lot of different types of TTRPGs or tabletop role-playing games. Can uh, you explain it? I have no idea about this. Okay, so I'll explain <laughs> it a little bit in brief. Yeah. Tabletop role-playing games or TTRPGs are basically... Um, have you played like a video game which is like an RPG where you play a character and you go around the world and you explore things and you discover things and sometimes you kill things and stuff like that? Okay, the it, closest I've come to playing these is watching Dora the Explorer. My video games, I, I'm very horrible, like I'm horrible at video games. Okay, but. never mind. <laughs> yeah. But it is basically you uh, play characters and your friends also play different characters and you go and explore and navigate a situation together. Okay. So, um, there are a lot of different types. Like the one I play most is called Dungeons and Dragons, which is where you go and play a fantasy character in a fantasy world and, you know, go and save people and be heroes and stop the bad guys, etc, etc. Um, but there are a lot of different types. There are horror ones where you go and try to navigate a, ho- a horror scenario. Scenario. And there are like there are settings. There are all sorts of different settings for this. The point being, the setting is not that important. the The act of playing it is important. The act of um, getting into a character or building a character, and then using that character to navigate through whatever setting has been provided for you. Okay. So, it's it's. I found it a very interesting experience at first because I don't have like any theater background. I've never acted before never done any form of you know pretend play beyond being a child Hmm. which everyone's done I assume yeah so it was quite a different experience when I first started it and I really enjoyed it because I was now being put in a position where I had to see things from a different angle like I obviously for the first couple of times I just played like a modified version of me Because it's the easiest thing to play. And then I was like, okay, let me do something different. Let me play someone from a very different background, coming from very different circumstances, doing very, having a very different personality. Hmm. So like I would play a very aggressive character, which I'm not in real life. I swear. (laughs) (laughs) I swear. Right. You look at Alika, when you tell Alika there's a change in the creative and you will see that Alika's not aggressive. Alika's very peaceful in nature. <laughs> yeah, and then never get scared of her. Okay. <laughs> You're not terrified of her. Or like, a, like I might play, you know, like a massive coward character. Or I would play some, whatever, different, different personalities. Take your pick. Hmm. And then I was being put in this position to see things from a very different angle. Like, I would say, oh, this is how I would react. But is this how they would react? Hmm. No, it's not. And then I took into consideration the sort of things that you know the background they'd come from and things that they would do and that's how I started you know getting into the character more and making choices that were not necessarily the choices I would make but the choices that my character would make so because I was doing that as a result I became a lot more empathetic to what people were going through so I don't remember a particular example but at this point I was I remember b- before, 
before I started playing these things a lot. I could not understand why people, you know, used to cry at like weddings or even funerals. <laughs> I didn't understand why people cried at funerals. Right. I was just like, okay, they're gone. So what are you going to do? And now if, now like if I see someone like crying, it can be a big trigger for me to just start crying myself because it's become that empathetic bond now that I can develop with other people. Hmm. Because I can I can understand Okay they're coming from this point And you know maybe I don't understand it But like I can see why They would feel like this Because this is, this is part of their history Or this is you know something that is very important to them That is why they feel like this That is why maybe somebody lashes out like this hmm. So yeah I'm going to say uh, Things like uh, tabletop RPGs Really helped me develop my empathy and uh, again, wow. like, let me just point out, uh, there's this beautiful thing about Alika. So I remember there's this one time again, hmm. I think I'd mentioned it in the previous episode where I broke down in office. Yeah. I'd come to office and I broke down and I was crying. Yeah. And again, like, because Jude and Alika both were there, they were quite awkward. They were like, why is she crying? Like, she hmm. just came to office, she hmm. started crying. Okay. And... Jude, of course, wrote me a letter and just like slowly slipped it. But Alika, on the other hand, kind of realized the importance of creating that safe space. So instead of coming and telling me it's going to be okay or, oh, whatever, it will pass. You know, all these things that sometimes you don't want to hear when you cry. Alika was like, is there something I can do to help you? And when I said no... Alika was just, she let me be. That is, uh, you know, yeah. usually when you look at Alika, you will not really see her be this person who can create. I mean, she is someone who is a little allergic to emotions. <laughs> not exactly. <laughs> I think this, no, no, no. Actually, this was Alika's way of, of how to... creating that space. She of, understands. Yeah, she understood that yeah. we need... We need space. Yeah. I mean, to create, I mean, you (laughs) always have people who will come and tell you it's going to be okay, but you don't have people who respect and understand the space and even understand that, you know, people need their own um, boundaries to cry. And uh, so, I mean, I think that is a shift that I kind of didn't realize that Alika was this person who, I mean, when you recommended it. So (laughs) now I'm I'm seeing a very different side of you. I have turned the color of my t-shirt. (laughs) <laughs> Whoa, lovely. Yeah, Jude. So, why not me? Why not you? Why, why not me? me? Why not? Because I like to come last. I have to think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. So, uh, to be very, uh, you know, frank here, we all have empath- uh, what? empathetic yeah. souls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. all we need to do is strike a match. Hmm. So, that, uh, the movie uh, that was, that really was very inspiring was Patch Adams. That made me realize that in every, you know, patient there, we need to show them a little bit of belonging, you know, that you belong to this world. Mm. And if you're putting yourself in their place, you can easily talk to them, you know, know more about them and be a joker of this world and make people laugh. Yeah. And but the nice joker, not like yeah, the Yeah, like not Batman the joker, joker joker, but the joker who makes you laugh. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> and uh, now I just got it short. Uh, it's also another movie, Freedom Writers. Ooh, like, that's a beautiful yeah, movie. Yeah, like how she looks at the kids in a different way that they have their own stories to share. So she gives them books to write, their own story, their own poems. And what you get is... Um, at this particular part where, I don't know if I'm spelling this right, Mia 
guys or geese uh, she was actually one of the dutch citizens who hmm. who you know who uh, what do you say who hid and frank hmm. from you know from from the other people outside right. so actually there there was uh, there was an issue with the jews hmm. so she helped and frank until she was uh, you know caught so she was one of the dutch citizens so she she was there in that movie and she came inside obviously an actor hmm. uh, so she came and these were the words that she spoke was you are the heroes of every day and i will specially say something that she really said and that really touched my heart was we are we are all ordinary people hmm. but even a secretary a housewife or a neat or a teenager in their own small ways can turn on a small light in a dark room wow so in that dark room you are the light so what does that mean if we can be a light to someone's life if we can just put ourselves in their shoes as rutika said so that's where the empathetic soul gets its fire lit so this the, these are the movies which are really be inspired uh yeah which are really inspiring to watch so please do that and yes and uh, okay another thing about freedom writers is uh, it also highlights how writing can heal a person yes because um, i mean this woman she knows that she is going to face trouble when she goes into this school and uh, uh, she knows that the students are not ready to listen to her because every teacher that used to come to the classroom would be so disinterested in their lives and their stories that uh, they would start creating a ruckus and drive them mm-hmm. away so this girl uh, this lady actually uh, she realizes there's potential in each of these students mm-hmm. and i think the very idea that you start believing in the kindness of others as an empathetic person yeah. is something that empathy does and compassion does to you because you also realize that you can trust people mm-hmm. that people are essentially not bad they just uh, you know it's like the joker they're not bad people they just uh, they just um they just changed in a way where circumstances probably forced yeah. them to be uh, unkind to people so you actually start trusting people in a process in the way i that's what i felt freedom writers did to me because it actually showed you that writing changes the way you look at your own story yeah right ah uh, that's yeah. Yeah. That's really nice. Yes. And you spoke about the Joker, hmm. about Robin Williams. He himself was going through depression. Yes. And then what yeah. he used to do? Make other people laugh. And that's yeah. how he lived his life. But so how, again, yeah. I have a very different opinion of this one, this part, okay. <laughs> because okay. it broke my heart when I realized that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because I, exactly. I think I followed his work for quite some time, so mm. it really broke my heart mm. that he. Uh, okay, so that's. Once That's again. another episode altogether. Yeah. Uh but okay so my recommendation not my recommendation I'm so sorry. Uh there's two things. One thing is a little like Alika where if I say it you will be like ye to humko pata hai yaar. There's imagine the song. Yes. Yeah. And, Such a good song. Yeah it's a beautiful song and um, I mean for me it it uh, I think certain songs come to you in the darkest phases of your life and you most need them mm. a little like books where uh, i was listening to the song after I, sorry did i is the mic okay yeah yeah so i was i had a fight uh, something happened at home and uh, i had a fight with my sister and um, i just heard it somebody was playing it i don't know what i don't remember how i stumbled upon the song but when i heard the song by the end of it it made me feel really good It's a very good song. It's, yeah, a, it's a beautiful very... song. And uh I I think I spoke to Jude about it just before yeah. we started recording where uh you know you all have we all have these ideas of what's right and what's wrong. Mm-hmm. And when we start uh you know when we realize there's no heaven or hell 
and there is there is no right or wrong you basically navigate through the world based on how it's a collection of your experience that helps you navigate through the world and so that song actually tells you that instead of uh thinking of what's right what's wrong whether it's heaven or hell you can just look at each other as human beings yeah. you know and yeah. you would immediately your way of looking at the world will change so that song is one um now i've forgotten what my other thing was wait that's okay take your time in the meanwhile i also wanted to bounce off another movie which showed uh which had the characters of uh, the movie itself realize empathy for each other was a very famous one called the breakfast club oh yeah where they are all stuck in a <laughs> detention classroom <laughs> basically there are these five stereotypes of people you know the jock the nerd the goth oh man i forgot what the other one was the basket case hmm. and the what stoner i don't know stoner <laughs> sure stoner yeah. there was w- one more like the you know the miscreant hmm. and they were all just stuck in a classroom and they had to spend detention with each other doing work which they obviously refused to do hmm. but um throughout the movie you first see them interacting with each other using the labels that they had in their mind of each other like the preconceived notions like oh she's the prep girl oh there there we go there was mm-hmm. a prep prep okay yeah she's the prep girl this one's the nerdy kid this one's the basket case goth this one's the jockey who only thinks of sports mm-hmm. and the longer they were forced to spend time with each other and you know get away from the school teacher who was obviously being terrible to them mm-hmm. the longer the quicker they realize that we're not just one label and there are parts of us we can see in each other right yes. you know we both we all have like some issues that are going on at home which are forcing us into these you know into these behaviors that we don't necessarily want to do but we are our brain is making us do mm. it as a way of escape or as, mm. you, as a release yeah so that was a movie which i actually saw quite recently i didn't see it i think i saw it last year for the first time hmm I know I'm super late to the strain. <laughs> it released in the 1980s, but it's a really good movie on how to see people as people and not just you know a preconceived set of you know X Y Zs. Hmm. So it it was a movie which basically showed empathy, like oh. how you learn to oh. connect with others, even though on surface you may seem like poles apart, but hmm. you know spend a little time with them. figure out what they're going through and uh, see how it how your notions about them might change Beautiful. you're not quite as yeah. different as you think right <laughs> right okay so uh, this is very unconventional i think uh, janam actually spoke about it uh, a lot of times uh, in i think one of the episodes of marbles lost and found but um uh it's not a movie or anything it's just a process it's called vipassana Mm. Yeah so I went for vipassana uh, before I joined IVM and uh, that was a very um, I mean it was an experience that made me realize that um, I mean I'm very intrigued by buddhism as a as a belief system mm-hmm. and uh, it actually talks about impermanence and it talks about how there's the ego self and uh, vipassana is actually you go to a retreat for almost 10 days you don't talk you don't speak at mm-hmm. all you don't say a word to anybody you can't even look at somebody or communicate with somebody for those 10 days and uh, you just meditate the whole day mm-hmm. from 4 to probably 9 pm you're just meditating 9 pm you have to hit the bed okay 
so that's this routine for 10 days yeah and uh, vipassana when i came back from vipassana there are those times where it teaches you non reactivity so it just it teaches you to observe your breath observe your body and it teaches you not to be reactive so even if you're feeling uncomfortable you can't react mm. so when i came back from vipassana my my relationship with all the people in my life had transformed like oh yeah so when i was uh, there was a situation where things were really tense mm-hmm. and uh, somebody was really shouting at me and he like really like aggressive behavior was happening and on the other hand i was reciprocating <laughs> in that situation with a lot of love i said okay oh. i know you're uncomfortable i know this is happening to you but probably uh, i think i'm i'm still going to try and be there for you mm. just be present you don't have to do you don't you don't have to push me away so a lot of these things happened for me because i had a detox you know because you get so engrossed with busy schedules and like a regular way of life that you need that detox to realize the importance of how you don't matter as a person it's important for you to realize you don't matter as a person first of all your existence you're a speck of dust you know once you realize that you also realize that even if you are a speck of dust your own ecosystem is very important to you mm yeah right for your survival so vipassana really made me more empathetic as a person so it's not a recommendation as such <laughs> it it's not for everyone guys that's what i feel maybe it is for everyone if you take up the challenge but it's quite difficult to do does do they teach like you said they don't teach you to react that much hmm. do they teach you to sort of absorb kind of like take in everything and no. then consider it no it's actually uh you just you're okay with discomfort ah oh. so for example uh i mean i'm so sorry i'm just revealing vipassana or instead of letting you go for the course but uh if for example you're sitting in that position you mm-hmm. can't move so even if your knees are getting uh you know you're sweating mm-hmm. you can't move you have to stay in that position for an hour Oh. So the meditation can be for an hour but like by the end of it you have to sit for an hour. Mm. By the end of those few days. So imagine you start with 20 minutes, 5 minutes of meditation every day and eventually you reach that one hour mm. and you can't move. Your you want to itch your arm. You want to itch scratch your back, you want to scratch your head and you can't bloody move. There's a fly sitting on your hand, you can't bloody move. Okay. So it's as bad as that. but it teaches you that when life throws these googlies at you ah uh, it's okay <laughs> nice what if it goes in your nose like <laughs> like can't we move there then um, like, then you sneeze then you sneeze and uh, probably the fly uh, can make a house in your nose then oh that's it. gross oh, oh another thing about vipassana is you can't kill insects uh, anything wow. you can't kill so i stayed with yes. a lizard guys oh, and okay. i hate lizards <laughs> like you will hear it in my voice right now i hate lizards did you feel any <laughs> empathy for the lizard afterwards oh. no but uh, i actually felt like a lizard embodies what vipassana teaches you oh so i oh, actually no. again i looked at it as a symbolism because a lizard is very still Mm. Okay, it you won't realize there's a lizard behind you until your until she just moves her tail. <laughs> like Abhinita producer is actually looking behind, thinking there's a lizard behind. <laughs> so it's uh, I actually looked at the lizard as a source of inspiration yes. by my seventh day because the seventh day was the toughest. I was like, Sala, I'm pure here. छे दिन बैठी हूँ आई है पीपल दैट आई वॉन्ट टू कम्युनिकेट विथ आई वॉन्ट माई फोन बैग आई वॉन्ट टू टॉक टू माई मदर 
and uh, okay so on the eighth day the lady who uh, was teaching us vipassana said you have to meet uh, our uh, main guru and i was like did something happen at home okay so in my head this okay so i went there because i am an overthinker mm i think too much hmm. so if you if you give me a situation i will think like what can go wrong in this situation like what is the worst that can happen yeah. i will think of the worst so she told me she's like oh, there's something that you uh, guru ji wants to talk to you the head wants to talk to you i said great something's happened at home hmm. and i am here sitting and chilling and uh, i don't know what's happening hmm. and i had genuinely thought there was something very serious and the guruji actually was just going to ask me about how i'm feeling what the process is but matlab itna maine badha chadha ke mere dimag mein rakh diya tha and vipassana actually teaches you that you have to stay with your mind because you are listening to your mind constantly right mm. so you have to shut your mind a little and yeah. tell it that you stop overthinking man like why why are you doing this to yourself it's very nice this is a process in itself like be with yourself have that peace and then look at good movies and then even play the games that yeah, really make and you feel empathetic good. <laughs> not just towards humans but to animals also so yes. yeah. on the seventh day i swear alika i was looking at the lizard and thinking you are my source of inspiration oh so when i was leaving i was actually looking for the lizard to say goodbye to her oh yeah i don't still like lizards guys that doesn't mean <laughs> that i've changed my outlook towards lizards it's just that i made peace with the fact that the lizard wanted company and i needed company And oh. so we stayed over at each other's for ten days. Oh, that's, yeah, that's so cute! Nice. So that's yeah. it, uh, guys. Uh, this is the end of our episode. Uh, yep. Please tell us what you thought of the episode uh, in the form of comments on the YouTube videos or wherever you listen to podcasts. And um, Alika, please tell everyone how to reach you. Where to reach you? Wow! So if you guys are interested in playing TTRPGs or board games, do call me or message me. Actually, probably just message me. Don't call me. I don't pick up phone calls. Oh, uh, but you can reach me at Cape Fox Alex on Twitter or Instagram. That's at C A P E F O X A L I X on Twitter and Instagram. Jude. And if you're depressed and you want some motivation, please message me on Instagram at Jude Francis Weston. or ivm sermon okay so guys uh, this is <laughs> i mean uh, not that anybody uh, depression is quite serious but if you feel low please message you because i i myself i'm a person who's been through it and you really yeah, cheers right. people up so that's yeah, yeah wow. you should do that's okay, jude superpower yeah, it is oh. a superpower and if you want to reach me you can reach me on instagram at uh, that girl in the library If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM podcast app or ivmpodcast.com. You can follow us on our social media handles which we just mentioned. Okay, so thank you for listening to this episode of IVM Likes. We will see you soon uh, with another episode with yet another theme. Bye-bye. And you'll hear us soon. Bye-bye. Farewell. Bye. -bye. Bye, -bye.